When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This show is brought to you in association with Labbrooks for all your betting needs. With a new site design and great prices, it's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at labbrooks.com. Hello and welcome to the Chills Podcast with uh, me, Phil Daniels, uh, Andy, and what's your second name, Andy? Saunders. Oh yeah, of course it is. You knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Is it not uh, the only man who talks sense? Yeah. Anyway, um, and Seb. According to the many Twitter followers of this uh, of this podcast, I'm the only man. I'm carrying you, one of them. Seb Fontaine, hold up, Seb Fontaine, and my mate. And uh, fellow conspirator, uh, Kerry Levy. So, Twitter. Is, how are you finding... Just to let everyone know, Phil's joined the ranks of Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? I, Phil Daniels. One Phil Daniels. One, at one Phil Daniels. Yeah, okay. but so I'm you not can follow Phil. it. I'm really not. I don't know You posted I... a nice picture of yourself in costume. Yeah, I like to do that. I like putting pictures of myself in theatrical garb. <laughs> I then explained to everyone it wasn't costume. That was just Saturday night. <laughs> Walking the streets for money. How long are you in? How long have you got left in Les Mis? Oh, God, forever. Um, uh, three, three months. Oh, that's a long time. Months. Depends on Wonga. Anyway. God, God knows where we'll be in the table in three months. Well, it, it, it's three months or six months. It's depending how well Chelsea do. If we start getting better, then I'll only do three months more. Um, but if we k- carry on like this, I will carry on working on Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs> even if hovering, you get, hovering even above if, the relegation zone. Even if you have to get a paper round. Yeah. Okay, so it's where are we going to start to chew the grits out of this one? We didn't do one last week, did well, we? Well, no, because there was no game, thankfully. Just saying, so a, just saying. It's quite interesting, though. They, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, you're think, not enjoying it, Kerry. I am. Can I say I'm, one thing? It's the only good thing about being this bad is I've been able to say to Evan, I told you we were shit. Yeah. Because literally at the end of last season, we were struggling. and everyone, you know, I know we won the league, but we did really scrape that at the end. And I've been saying, we're shit. We yeah. really are. Well, when I say I'm enjoying it, what I mean is there's all this sort of debate that's been going on since basically the Swansea game last season, as you're saying, when people are saying we're shit, whatever. When we won 5-0. Yeah, exactly. So the, the whole point for me is we are now in a situation 
where we, we're not holding on as we did last year, so you can understand why he may not have changed the team. He was just trying to get the right number of points to win the title. Well, we're now in a situation whereby I think it's wonderful because we will now see how good Mourinho is as a manager. This is now when you have to manage, isn't it? When things aren't going right, and you know, I'm sure you'll tell us not to panic in a minute, but when things aren't going right and you have a bad start, the manager has to regroup his thoughts, regroup the team, and start working through it. And I think this will be the best test we'll ever see. See, of, see of, surprisingly, of surprisingly, I totally agree with you. I, th- I do. I think that this is actually a real critical moment for Mourinho. And I think he's had a fairly gilded career so far. I mean, yes, he won the Champions League with Porto, who were, you know, an unfancied team. But ever since then, he's had a, a reasonably easy ride at very big teams with a big budget. And, you know, and I don't think you can doubt the class of him as a coach and a manager and a motivator. But things have clearly gone off the rails. And you're right. I think he needs to show his mettle now. Harry Redknapp said on Saturday, he's, you know, Mourinho's never been in charge of a losing team. It's now, you know, now it's we'll see what he can actually do, whether he can, you know, re-motivate this team and get them moving again, because clearly the players are good enough. Yeah. In yeah. fact, can we ask the question, what actually has gone wrong? I mean, I know it's a big, long, searching question, but normally oh. I can come in here and normally I'm <laughs> armchair manager and I know what to do. I'm actually a little bit lost. Well, I'm literally I'm looking first, at it. I don't the, really know. It's the first time that Mourinho's lost two successive Premier League games since May 2006. I mean, you know, it isn't good. But do you know what you think's going wrong? That's my I, question. I, I, think, I think it's uh, a combination of things. I think it's... Um, a lot of it's down to the players, frankly. I think a lot of it's down to the kind of players that we've got and their inability to adapt to um, changing situations imposed on us by other managers. I think a lot of managers have figured out that if you attack us down the wing, certainly against Ivanovic, um, that we lack pace and that you can get at us. And I think you know, it's not taken an awful lot for managers to figure that out since that Swansea game. And we've been on the back foot in a lot of games. I think the balance of the team isn't right. I think he needs to change the formation. I think the 4-2-3-1 has had its day. I think he needs to go 4-3-3. We've discussed this, Kerry. Yep. Um, and I think that you know we, do, we are a couple of players short of being able to impact games. So I think it's a number of things. And I think he's got to figure that out. And I think he's got to start thinking about players that have previously been favourites, Ivanovic particularly, Fabregas particularly, and I'm afraid John Terry. He's got to think about those three players and how they affect the balance of the team. Like Diego Costa, I think. Yeah, a maybe. A little bit. I mean, he's yeah, got no, to maybe. start wondering why, you know, he's starting to play on the wing again. You know, whenever I think Chelsea are starting to do bad, their centre-forwards tend to start <laughs> doing too, too, wanting the ball too much wide instead of being in the middle. And, um, you know, I, I maybe he needs a set. Maybe Costa needs a centre-forward to play with. Maybe. I mean, I, I think that Costa is increasingly isolated up front because we're getting overrun in midfield. People are having to drop back into midfield to cope with teams overrunning us and Costa's standing on his own. And we saw that on occasion with Drogba. We certainly saw that on occasion with Torres. Strikers getting isolated and they do start looking for the ball and they do start drifting out. Seen it with Rooney in recent seasons. Rooney's, you know, gone looking for the ball. And I think that's, you know, I think some of that you've got to put at the at the feet of Costa. And frankly, I'm not happy about pictures of him in Ibiza partying with Benny Benassi. You know, and I think that, you know, there's there's a certain amount of disquiet. So about, I don't know who Benny Benassi is. He's a very famous DJ. And, you Sorry. Know, <laughs> not, he's not, not as famous as you. This your profession. I ain't dissing it. He's, he's a very 
very nice guy. Billy. He's not as famous as Seb Fontaine, who's sitting to my left hand side, and certainly doesn't charge as much. You got? I uh, don't hang out with you, Costa. Then. No, unfortunately, why isn't Costa hanging out with you? He's hanging out with Avicii. Trust me, if you want him to do better. You don't want him hanging out with me. <laughs> but there's an element of you know, is the is the um, are certain players committed enough to the cause? And you know, there are rumours of a training ground bust up with John Terry, and um, you know, is the John Terry and Costa? Yeah, and there's rumours that you know Terry called him out on his commitment, and you know, and, and there does seem to be a certain amount of unrest. Now, listen, I'm not there. You're not there. We're not there. We can only speculate. Well, that's always lobbed up in the air, isn't it? When a team isn't doing very well, that everybody looks for reasons that aren't you know, on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, they always look for disharmony, and especially journalists and, and, and such like. So there's bound to be a bit of that in the air, isn't there? I think but, so. And also going back to Seb's point, sorry, Seb. You know, going back to your point about what's going on, it's shambolic. Yeah, I mean, that's is. the thing about it. It's utterly shambolic. It's not as if there's just individual errors now and then, or yeah. we look a little bit, you what know, I weak in certain what I can't positions. Bear, though, is is all this aftermatch stuff where, yeah. well, yet again, we didn't have the luck. We created it, so much. It, it, My computer it's crashed. It's insulting. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. It's insulting. Every time, and, and literally as we were losing, someone was tweeting on Saturday, oh, yeah, here we go. Any minute now we're going to have the post-match interview. Oh, we should have got more from the game. We were the best team. And when it came on, I actually feel a bit insulted. I love Mourinho. I don't want him to go anywhere, but I don't want him to treat me like an asshole either. And I'm sorry. After every game I've seen this season, telling it, tell, telling me again that the shower of whatever I saw on the pitch was the best team and that they deserve more from it is a flagrant lie. Did he say that? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. 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 I mean, listen, I, you know, I go back to what I said in the last podcast. You know, what's he, what's he supposed to say in that situation? Do, do you want him to kind of throw himself on the mercy of the fans and say, no, I'm really but, sorry, no, it's, it's rubbish. But, we need but to... it doesn't look like he's in control. It looks like he's absolutely blinded by nonsense. If he's actually saying, yeah, I've got to sort it out. Not, it's brilliant. The goals are coming. Don't worry. Sleep tight, everyone. That's no, what not you work. don't do, what you don't do is you never mark. <coughs> when the substitute comes on, never mark him. That's what I say. Yeah, Naismith. Sod stones by Naismith. <laughs> I mean, Naismith was... It's just extraordinary. You know, Naismith has scored in, in three different Premier League games against the Jose Mourinho side. He's also only the fifth player to score a Premier League hat-trick against Chelsea and the first since Van Persie in October 2011. He's a decent player. You know, I mean, he is a decent player. Yeah, but, but he, he ain't in to... your fantasy team. No, he isn't. No, he isn't. But, you know, because you don't, you're not guaranteed that he's going to play every week. But he's a decent player. But, and, and, but Let me finish the point about Naismith. He's like, the first goal was an absolute dog's breakfast you know and we'll come back and we'll talk about the game more you know he got in between two big centre forwards and headed it in second goal Ivanovic is holding his hands behind his back and turning his back the third oh, goal the third goal was a decent goal you know uh, you know, and, and the second goal was a decent strike but they were all avoidable but you know he's he scored three decent goals there you know, yeah, you, you know but you know Everton we shouldn't have put well. ourselves in a position to concede three goals Everton played well Crystal Palace have played well Everyone we've played against this season has played well. Let's not forget, the, give Crystal West Palace Brom five within, more minutes and they'd have ended up at least drawing against Palace us. came within 30 seconds of getting a point against City exactly. on Saturday. You so, know. you know, but the truth is there are fundamental problems with the team. For me, I think the main thing is everyone's worked out how to play against our system. And as soon as you saw that Mikel was starting against Everton, you thought, this will be a tight match. That would have been the old Chelsea. We're in a different age now. Where we we were two nil down within an amount of time that surely should have just hoiked one of them off, changed the formation, gone for something else. But we stayed with this 
static midfield that kept getting drawn back to help out Matic and Mikel, and a, and a back four that didn't know whether to step up or step back. It, it, I think it looked chaotic. It was, it was shambolic. Well, it, it, to me, it's shambolic because he's got this guy, Kennedy. He slings a guy called Kennedy on, right? Who's, what, 19 years old? Yeah. Now, we've had, I mean, don't shout me down. We've got a lot of guys out on loan, have we not? You know, centre-halves. We've got midfielders on loan. He plucks some kid out of, is it Michael Emiliolo? Who, who, who's the guy that's finding Emanalo. Emanalo. Who's the guy that's finding these? And then they get stuck straight into the first team. The guy had three terrible touches um, against uh, Everton. Um, you know, what is going on? At but then he came on against Palace and looked like the I real thought, deal. I thought he was yeah. great against Palace. And also, you know what? Well, he wasn't great. Uh, yeah, he might have been great against Palace, but he wasn't great against... Um, Everton. This team was he? No. no, but you know, I mean, no, listen. You know, no, what I think about like, these guys. I, neither I, was Fabregas. I, I, neither was a lot of people. Look, I think you got a point, Phil. But but you know, but I think you, you can't judge Kennedy in the context of a terrible team performance. I, I don't really don't think. Got to no, give him a few more. What I can judge is why is he on the bench? Well, who, and not other people. Well, who, see, the, who would you? Phil, who Phil would you, made what? a really interesting point. This is something we were just talking about earlier this afternoon. It was an interesting point that Phil made that you know. We've got all these players out on loan, and everyone's been examining this whole thing, this loan academy, blah, blah, blah. You know, let's face it, on the whole, it's a way to make money. You send players out on loan, you're probably never, ever going to get them back, and then you sell them for an amount of money more than you paid for them. But there is another side where, as Phil was saying, we seem to loan out players who possibly could learn as much as, say, somebody like Kennedy at 19, who could stay with the first team, learn from being around the first team, and evolve into a better player. Like who? Well, hold on. But, yeah, he was saying Josh McEachern no. and people. Well, no, it, the, the point is... As at Brentford. But the, the point is... Well, the fact that he's at Brentford kind of tells you everything well, no, that you need to but know. Not, no, the no. point is that they might not end up at Brentford or Nottingham Forest. He, I mean, Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne, I mean, as a... Kevin De Bruyne, you know, who we put out on loan wasn't good in, you know, good enough to get into our team, and City have just paid fifty odd million. I think it's a complex issue, and I, I think no, but this, bit... the end of that point that Phil was making was that sometimes would it not would these players actually, when they go out on loan to lower sides, actually end up setting their sights lower? They become worse players in a certain way and only become used to playing at a certain level. Whereas well, the, pro- the problem has been Chelsea, is they've gone to these places and not played. You know, so so players have gone to Everton. You know, players have yeah, gone because to, they're and, too cultured a football half played. the time. Well, you know, okay. I think you know on the De Bruyne issue, I don't think that was anything to do with his ability. Yeah. I think it was to do with his attitude, and I think the same with Lukaku. It was about his attitude and and Lukaku, and, and, and matter and and matter and and a lot of these players. It's it's about the chemistry with the manager, and if if, if that's not there, well, it's not just about I mean, whether you can play football. That, well, he's not managing very well these these. Young players, but you know what? I, I think with an Maybe academy, with an academy, there is a there is you know I think you've got to throw enough mud and see where some of it sticks. I think not all of those people are going to get into the Chelsea team. Sure. We are running an academy, and we do have a, a responsibility to put those guys that have given up their lives since they're eleven years old in football teams to have a career. So actually, I why I, do I, we have I, a responsibility? Well, because to do that? because we're running an academy and we've taken no. But I think it's a good thing. I'm not I'm not opposed to the loan situation. I think our loan situation it. 
is you know it's it's basically what Barcelona do. They have a B team lower down the league. I think I think the loan scenario is actually quite good. Oh, sorry, I misunderstood you. I thought you meant put them in our team. Yeah. yeah. So we've got no young players now. Now things are yeah, going listen, so well. But, we've got no young but, players. But Phil, to at come the end through. of the day, at the end of the day, we're not seeing them on the training ground. We're not seeing. Them. I do agree that a couple of them should be benefit from hanging around the first team and hanging around. Well, that's but my you know, point. but we've got thirty on loan. We can't have all thirty well, of them. We've got Loftus Cheek in the in, well, in, in the good. squad, you know, and I think I would play him. We've said that before. Yeah, I would yeah, play yeah. him next to Matic. Um, you know, and Marine, I, I maybe like Mourinho doesn't feel that those players are ready for this level of football. But maybe he doesn't but, feel but that but way. How does he know Kennedy is? Because Kennedy's had a proven uh, uh, track record in other teams, you know, and he's been watched for a very long time. I quite like Kennedy. I, I, well, I no, do, but actually. I, irrespective of whether he's good or he's bad. But you know what? At the end of the day, uh, they do see things that we don't. You know, they maybe they're seeing something on the training pitch. Maybe they think he's got a, a better attitude, a better work ethic than some of the other kids. Well, yeah. I don't well, know. Well, another one to me that they've, they've buggered it up. You well, might be right. Listen, yeah, I, I, I do yeah, think yeah. it's a more complex issue. As why is he why isn't he yeah, just bunging yeah. people in the in the youth team? I mean, it, yeah. it, you know, I think it's I think it's complicated. I think football's a really simple game, complicated by all sorts of other Stats. you know factors and and <laughs> and uh, you know and 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 behind the scenes stuff that we never see. I mean, the fact of the matter is. You know, at times like this, the sensible thing is to think of it as a massive soap opera, and this is just today's episode. And and frankly, you know, when 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 it's going so but badly, I hate wrong, soap operas. Well, I hate soap operas as well. well but, and a good a good little episode last night at the end. The doof 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 was Moses going right the way through that defence of Newcastle. And setting up the second goal. Well, I, would have kept, I would have kept Moses. Well, well we were told we were keeping Moses by yeah, Mourinho. That's the other thing. Oh, yeah, he's a liar, isn't he, Kevin? Well, he is. I mean, it, it, he, but that's a very glib thing to say. Well, it's not he's glib. A, if someone tells you something and it turns out not to be true, that's a lie. But you don't know the the the, um, the situation behind it. Again, you yeah. don't know the situation. But why is he being allowed to say these things? If why doesn't he come out and make a statement about we've decided to put? Well, I don't know. Out You'd Moses. have to ask him, Kerry. But but well, he ain't going to come on this podcast, well, especially he, with the way Phil is. Just you know, I mean, just this kind of situation <laughs> like me, where yeah. he's a liar. All these kind of big statements. We don't know what the complexities of it are. But it is basically a lie. You're told one thing, and then something else happens. And it was the same with Dominic Solanke. We were going to keep these players. They're going to be part of the squad, guaranteed. But things happen. You know, we live in, you know, we've sure. had this conversation I, dozens I of times. But it still doesn't stop me being irritated by it. Why not just say nothing? Why, why always get caught out? He doesn't need to be caught out with things that he's said wrong at the moment. He needs to work on... on so where are you with Mourinho at the moment? You're down on him? No, not at all. As I said, I'm, I'm nowhere with him at the moment. He's got enough in the bank for me to watch and hopefully enjoy him turn this into a side that becomes a very different side at the end of this season than it is right now. Because the one thing that is certain is that the 11 who seem to be continually involved, or 11 or 12 will not be the same 11 or 12 at the end of the season if things go right. This is now the moment for change. Okay, I get that Mourinho probably didn't get the people that he wanted on his transfer list in the summer. The club got certain things wrong. But to be quite honest, if you really think people like Pogba are going to come to Chelsea when they've just won the Champions League, they're going to be enticed to stay another year. I think sometimes Chelsea makes certain excuses about the players or people make excuses on Chelsea's behalf about the type of players we're trying to buy. I don't think we need people like Pogba at 80 or 90 million. I don't think we're that kind of club yet. I think we need to be working... Blimey, on... this is a speech, isn't it? 
Well, you <laughs> asked me what I thought. I think Mourinho's been let down by the club by not getting people he wanted. And I think, you know, now is the time we will see how well he manages in adversity. And I think it's very exciting. Well, it seems to me other managers... Uh, uh, I mean, it's early season, right, Andy? I agree with you. It's early season. Things could change. But other managers have been very quick and very clever at some of their buys. You know, everybody's dipped in and bought... You know, it looks like good players. And where we <laughs> have been a bit unlucky and we haven't got any, really. But Pedro... To me, is a good player. Begovic. Why he took him off? Begovic. Uh, uh, he's all right. But, but listen, he's, if you're getting he, bombarded by Everton, you're going to let a few goals. I think Begovic is about as good as a second keeper will get. Yeah, I, 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 I think he's a fantastic. I don't blame Begovic for any of no. the um, ills that you know. Uh, if you think ills last season, last season was a, a, an A plus in the transfer market. You got we got our work done early. We knew we knew Costa was joining virtually on the day of the season ended. And this season was right up to the bitter end. It was just, you know, rumour after rumour, nothing coming past. We didn't fill the gaps that we needed. I mean, how we thought that an injured often Costa and suspended often Costa was going to be helped by, you know, a misfiring Falcao. I don't know. How we thought we're going to mount a championship title and a Premier League and, you know, with all of that again, I I just, I can't see it. And he's injured for tomorrow as well now, Falcao. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a little strain, but apparently he'll be back for the weekend. I mean, you talk about uh, talk about Begovic. Here's a stat for you. Chelsea have faced 33 shots on target in the Premier League this season. That's 27 more than Manchester City. You know, that's something's going wrong in that defence. I don't know what it is. I mean I, I mean, I know it's pace. I know that we're not getting close enough to the players. Ha- the shape seems well, wrong. Well, it seems a bit like the, the new kid who's a good player, um, um, Monty. Monty Zuma. Oh yeah, he he looks a little bit at. He gets caught out does, uh, a bit in. Um, he was a bit Louise Louise like. Yeah, he gets, a, he gets yeah. dragged out and a bit lost, doesn't yeah. he? And our corners though. But is that not because uh, of what, every single corner we have hits the, the opposition yeah. head everything away? We don't win a corner. Well, we we have don't 50, change. Yeah, fifteen or sixteen corners against Everton. We just seem to lack lack last. You know what? I still don't understand how how the best defence can become nearly the worst defence in a matter of weeks. It is astonishing. I mean, really astonishing. In a matter of weeks. We're not talking years, we're talking weeks. Well, hang on. Is it weeks, though, really? It is. Because if you look at those games at the end of last season, from January onwards, we weren't great. You know, we we managed to muddle through. We got a load of draws. How many goals did we let in last season? Couldn't tell you off the top of my head. No. No, no I can't. On, it's got to be there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the, the other thing. You were talking about Zuma getting dragged out of position. I'm afraid, and I don't like doing it because he, I think he's wonderful, but he's having a dreadful season. I think he goes out wide, gets sucked out of position because of Ivanovic. He knows another that player is going to roast got him. Voted one of the most consistent players in the whole Premiership last season. That is now literally let's, that's where we're going to attack Chelsea. That's their Achilles' heel. Yeah. It's down there where supposedly eight weeks ago the most consistent player of the Premiership was playing. How have we crumbled so quickly? What do you think, Andy? Do you think there's anything hidden about the whole Ivanovic scenario? 
Well, he's, clearly, he's clearly not happy. <laughs> he's got imaginary handcuffs a lot of the time, though. These imaginary handcuffs. Are... Yeah, maybe. yeah. He looks as though he's just been shackled up to me. Yeah, you know, maybe tied in knots. Maybe you know by all the, the attackers. Maybe. Maybe he needs some sort of doctor to help him out. Maybe. <laughs> I, I think he. Pro- I think he probably needs some relief. Yeah. That well, doctor. Yeah. I think, on that side. I think that. If, if you're a manager of an opposition team, putting a very small, fast player against Ivanovic is the first on your tactics list, basically, because he, he just cannot cope with pace. And he hasn't really been able to for the last couple of seasons, no. but he's got away with it because, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, the back four have, uh, uh, have been really uh, well marshaled. But it just seems all we over the place. We should start. We ain't been kicking people enough either. Yeah, we he says sorry soft. all the time. We, 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 cert- we certainly don't look as tough yeah. and as gritty as we have done in previous seasons. Well, we're, we're, we've been tough and gritty. We've been getting bloody red cards. You, yeah. know, it's, you know, it's crazy, isn't it? So let me ask something then. Is Arsenal on Saturday, I know we've got a, a Tel Aviv in before, is this good timing? Because I have a feeling this could be the match that digs us out. I agree. And makes us, you know, because it is Arsenal. We can't lose this. This I would just to be agree. too much. Uh, I, I, and actually, I know a lot of people are going, oh, well, they're in trouble. They've got Arsenal, Saturday, and Arsenal. I think this is the match that's going to dig us out. I agree. And, yeah. and, I, I, and I was going to make the very same point, which is that, you know, we are very good at getting up for big games. You know, there's an element well, like of... City. Well, <laughs> usually very good at getting up for big games. And I think that where we're at at the moment, they're professionals. They're the champions. They're, they're embarrassed. You know, they're going to want to come out and, 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 and do it. And, and I think the pressure's on Arsenal in this game. Yeah, I think I think the the thing that has to happen, I think you need to see some sort of reaction from Mourinho in the side. Something has to happen. Something has to change fundamentally in that side to make the team believe they're going to do something different. And for me, the most obvious thing is to drop Ivanovic, Dave over to right back, Rahman at left back if he's fit. I don't know why he wasn't on the bench against Everton. I presume it was a knock or something. But that's what I would do. He needs to do something. He needs to show that one of his great dependables is no longer part of the Untouchables. machinery. Untouchables, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's exactly. not untouchable. So you're saying that um, well, no, I can uh, call him a Loftus-Cheek should come in. You feel that? I do. Do you feel that Fabregas should be left out? Yeah. Okay. I'd play William. I tell you, the best player this season has been Oscar because he hasn't been able to play because he's been injured, so it's kept him out of this. And Ramirez. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what? I, I they actually, could do with Ramirez at the moment. I think Ramirez. I actually think both those players I agree. coming I think, on as, as uh, even if they came on as impact subs would have made a difference. And I think certainly Oscar, in terms of being able to hold the ball up and create things up top, would have been a much a far better bet in some of those games than either yeah. Willian or or Fabregas. Yeah. You know, one thing I will say as well. It, I, I know it doesn't explain the whole season, but Everton have been. A, you know, I wouldn't say a bogey team, but they've been a thorn in our side on many, even even some of our better seasons. Yeah. You know, going up to uh, there has not been always good for us. No, it's not. But I, I, I think we've got to see a reaction from Mourinho. And yeah, I think okay. it'll start tomorrow night. And I know that probably you'll all think, well, he'll put out a lower, uh, you know, the second 11, whatever that may be. I think it won't be far off the team that starts against Arsenal. We can't get a bit more direct. I mean, we're trying to walk the ball in the net. Yeah. I mean, how many passes do we need? Yeah. I mean, we've got too many to touches. It's too, too, yeah, but so that's many. confidence. It's down to confidence. When we're yeah, playing confidently, it's, it's ping, yeah. ping, ping. You know. Yeah, but you and can't that's why always score them going. great goals. That's what used to happen to Arsenal, wasn't it? Ping, 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 back again. Yeah. But we're not again, even doing ping, again. ping, ping. What we're doing is ping, four touches, ping, You've four touches, ping. Until William came on, he tried to. More like going, ping pong, he? isn't it? Yeah. 
So, you know. But, I mean, it's true. I, I think... Ping pong. Ping and you think one of the great, one of the really big chances that was created was when Ivanovic burst forward, laid it off to Costa, had a terrible touch and, you know, probably should have done better. You know, but it was Ivanovic actually getting forward. I mean, there is an element of these fullbacks ever going to push up. Yeah. You know, are they just going to sit back and let the fast players, you know, just... just, just well, he played on the, the right the wing uh, at the beginning of last season, really, didn't he, Ivanovic? Yeah, he didn't come back. He didn't. Yeah, he was really up. He you was know. really up, and being back doesn't help. Does I mean, this it? is our worst start since the ninety-five, ninety-six season. I mean, the league's over, isn't it? I mean, we can't no, since win the eighties. I think no, ninety-five, ninety-six, worst Premier League start. No, but, Premier League start. Yeah, but in history, it's our worst since the eighties. I think right. that's the last time you go back to a really I, dreadful. I literally think before no, Premiership, we're looking. You know, our goals are a Champions League place. I really, I, I, I think the league is nearly off. I really do. I fancy to win the Champions League, so. That, does that get you through? Yeah, that get you through next year. Yeah, so. right, that, that's <laughs> yeah, the easy way. Yeah. It's what he's always planned on, you know. This suckers the whole of Europe into thinking we're not very good. Yeah, yeah it's a master Brilliant. plan. You watch, you know, Maccabi tomorrow, tomorrow night will win by one goal or something. That'll send. No team with Chelsea's record after five games of a Premier League season has ever finished higher than third. Oh, that's I mean, not too bad then. <laughs> you know, statistically, I, 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 look, I think, I think we've got, we, you know, we've, we've, we've got to keep the faith. We have to, you know, we have to. We are, we are capable it's of putting 10 that. or 15 games together. Because we are capable of doing that. Well, we, we do will. need a new, we need some new players. I mean, well, I'm listen, afraid. somebody said yeah. to me, and I don't, I, I haven't verified this, this fact, but somebody said to me, we can afford to drop another 16 points and still finish on the same number of points as we finished on last season. Now, I don't know whether that's nonsense or not, but, you know, if that's the case, that's eight draws. We can afford to, to draw eight games. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's all clutching straws. Of course it's clutching it. straws. No, that's the inter- life of a football fan. <laughs> it is, it, but it is interesting. We are in a, a really interesting situation. I mean... Do you, do you find any sort of strange joy in this twisted world that's changing? Oh, the, now? yeah. I mean, there is joy in when you're not very good and you get better. That's a nice feeling, isn't it's it? No- when it all starts clicking. Um, but you know, everybody—it's given everybody else in the Something world something to laugh at. <laughs> No one's got a right to be good all the time. And you know what? Sometimes when you're sitting at the top of the table, you you sit your whole time not enjoying games. You're just like, please don't drop points. Please don't drop points. Because you say, I mean, I'm quite relaxed. I think that's a very good point. The the clench buttock scenario of last season where, you know, that Leicester game and, you know, those games where we just kind of had to not drop points. I mean, they weren't pleasant. I'm I'm actually quite enjoying this now. I'm going to turn up. We've got nothing to lose. Yeah. A couple of pints before the game. Yeah, I'm very chilled now. I am. Yeah, you know, I, I, I must say that you know, at two 0 down, you know, I wasn't confident that we'd come back. Because, and previous seasons, I had felt that you know that, that you could do we'll it. do that. You know, and when Matic scored, let's and let's just goal. take a moment to what say how great that goal was. You Beautiful. know, and it's going to be one of those goals that will get erased from you know from history because of the result. But it was a lovely goal. It just when, goes to show you what happens when you have a shot. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, when that goal went, I still didn't think we'd. You know, we, for some reason, I just didn't feel no. confident. You know, I just don't, there's something about this team this season. See, I, I felt 
Well, I felt when we were 2-0 down, we could win this. You know, Leicester 2-0 down against Villa, come back and win 3-2. You know, and I kind of felt, well, Leicester could do this all the way through it. I didn't think we would. Maybe that's just my inbuilt... Well, get Ranieri back. Ranieri's young Yeah, he should, never have, he should never have should left. never have gone. Ranieri forever. Should never have sold Robert Hooth. <laughs> Robert, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think, you know, it's, it's a very intriguing time now, and we'll see what happens. I still think... Tomorrow night against Maccabi, we'll put out pretty much the same side that will play against Arsenal. You don't think so, do you? No, I, I think that there will be a few changes, a few tweaks. I think he's got to give Remy a go. I mean, the guy scores goals. Yeah, he does. I mean, does, he no, scores I don't get it with Remy. goals. I forgot we still had him, actually. Yeah, he scores goals. I mean, Costa's scored, what, four goals in 17 games or 18 the, games? The problem is, how do you get a striker scoring? It's not by benching him. That is one of the great quandaries. You know, a striker will start scoring. Oh, goals. Once he gets that one goal away, then he might get a run and then the goal oh, might come. But if you bench the arse, mate. Yeah, but if you, if, you, if you bench a striker... He's not. He, they generally don't get that back, do well, they? I, I know it, it's, 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 it's a you know it's a, it's a massive quandary that oh, yeah. is. But so Phil's going to bench Costa. I, I'd like I'm to. Bench, I'm playing Remy tomorrow. No, I'm playing Costa. And he'll, Costa will play against Arsenal. I think, I think Costa will play in both. I think he will as well. I think he's got to try and play some of these he needs players a win. in the form. He just needs a win. Yeah. Hey, you know, Marino's not stupid. He knows he needs a win. Doesn't I matter against two. I, out. I would going back to. I'd like to see two strikers on that pitch for more of the time. Yeah, I don't. I really, I, and, I'd, and you know, if Falcao and Costa had this great understanding at Atletico, I'd like to see it. Four four two. Yeah. Can't play four four. Oh, the the swear <laughs> word. Four four two. It is. Look at Andy. Who can't play four four two? He won't have it. It's not nineteen fifty five. Four four two. <laughs> Big one and a little one up front. That's you could play four three three with Remy. You could play Remy and Costa and you know and Hazard. But why can't you play four four two? Explain to the ignoramuses here. Because you'll get overloaded in midfield. But what if we're up the front? You've got. We'll what if you've got four in midfield then? In four, four, two. Yeah, but it then you've got no protection. You've got no protection. You've got no it's massive. too flat. It's too flat against yeah. attacking fullbacks. He will not let you play well, four, not, four, two. I mean, it's what, but what, what He's I will, like Mourinho, isn't he? But what I will say stuck is in his ways. You can... I don't, well, I'm, to clarify that, I don't think you can start with four four two, but I think you can Why not? end with four four two. I think you, throughout the game, you can probably bring on another yeah. striker and revert to four four two. I don't yeah. think you can start as four four two. Why not? I told you because you get overloaded in midfield. <laughs> oh, you get so <laughs> four angry. People, listen, we, listen, what, boy. Four in midfield. <laughs> well, but yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> because with attacking fullbacks, we need a that's more in midfield. <laughs> We need you to explain. I'll get my whiteboard out. Hold on a second. It's not good radio. <laughs> oh, it is. I'll tell you, angry Andy. How did St. Albans Athletic, your team that you managed? I don't manage them anymore. Were you sad? Did you ever play 4-4-2? Yeah. yeah. But that's youth level. Every week? But that's youth level. Oh, it's different. It is different. It is different. Why is that different? 4-4-2 is all right in pub and youth. Pub level, youth level, it's all that right. That's usually 11, 10, you, 1, 10. You try, <laughs> you try and explain the diamond system to a bunch of half-cut under, 18, you know, under 18s who've been out the night before about yeah. how they're going to work in a flexible diamond system. They'll look at you as if you're insane. If you just say, you and, you and Tony go up front, the rest of you run around a bit, then they understand that. Basically. Well, that's what we want at Chelsea. You and Tony up front. <laughs> I reckon that's it. That's what we need. You and Tony I'm up what, front. Um, get Mikel on. 
You asked me about earlier about, about how many goals we can oh, yeah. see. I couldn't find that, but here is, here's another. Chelsea have, have lost four of their last seven Premier League games. They'd only lost four of their previous 44 Premier League games before that. Wow. So, you know, it's not good. Well, they got beat by the Red Bull youth team, didn't they, in America? Yeah, that was... We should, the writing yeah. was on the wall with that game. I've got to say, I mean, I, I partly think, and I know other clubs have done it as well, so it's not an excuse... I think these money-making tours sodding around the world all the time instead the players don't look like they've had a rest you know I know there was the Copa America so the Brazilians didn't look like they had much of a rest but it would nice to look if the team you know half the team came back looking a bit happy and a bit brown and a bit happy you know and and looking like they'd had a rest and I don't think they got that this off-season I mean we we have said that before I mean it's clearly you know clearly we don't have we haven't had the preparation pre-season that would be ideal at all yeah and I'd like to see you know what's happened to Rahman and um the Pappy. Um, Pappy de la Bougie. Yeah. Why, where are they? Well, he's, nobody, he well, he's not in the Champions League squad, is, is he? He's no. not in the Champions League Pats. squad. Well, that's Pats, because eh? we haven't got enough homegrown players or the people who qualify. So we, ha- we don't even have a full strength uh, Champions League There's a few League French squad. journalists saying, why have they bought him? He's rubbish. Who's on the bench as the goalie now? Yeah, but can I Blackman. just remind... Jamal Blackman. We did also buy Tel Ben Haim and Steve Sidwell. That worked out well. Yeah. So, you know, maybe. And then we did, you know, and Mourinho did leave after a defeat to Norge. Rosenborg. Rosenborg, that's right. Yeah. You know, in no, a, it, was in a, a, it was a draw at home. In a, in a Champions League yeah. group qualifying match. And you it know, was so, one of the worst nights of my life. I don't want that to be tomorrow night. Really <laughs> we'll don't. let him know. We'll let me. Hey, listen as well. To, to, to shovel gloom upon gloom, the ladies' team lost as well. I know. Lost it's... to Birmingham, 1 0 in the cup. So yeah. they had a quarter final stage. Oh, that, that, ended, that ended a decent run of wins as well. Yeah. So it's not good all round. Still riding high in the in the table. Yeah, though. still top of the table. But, yeah. uh, all right. Well, I suppose we should get to that inevitable of inevitables: <laughs> the predictions for Maccabi first, Andy. I don't think it's going to be an, an easy game, but I think we're going to. I think we're going to get a win, and I think it's all about the win. It's not about how we get the win on and why we get the win. So I'm, I'm going to say two nil. I was going to say two nil as well. So I'm going to. I'm not sure you can have the same result. I like three one. No, 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 no. That's you can have the can, same I result. Have two of course you can. It's so testy. <laughs> I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna go four. two nil. No, yeah. <laughs> you can't. Two people have had it. Okay, I am going to go for one nil, eighty six minute, and it will be scored by Zuma. Okay, who won't even start. Nil nil. right so that's the happy easy result out of the way now let's go for Arsenal Seb 2-1 to Chelsea (laughs) he had to qualify that that's terrible yeah Yeah, okay Um, Phil 1-0 at best 1-0 at best Andy 4-0 oh I think we're going to come roaring back like an express train. Sleeping giant. I think that they'll come in and massively underestimate us. I think they'll come in and think that we are on the ropes, but it's going to be like a Muhammad Ali rope-a-dope. We're going to be absorbing punches, and then we'll just smash them. 4-0. Okay, I'm going to go for... They've got the best goalie in the league, remember? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Better put some crosses in, then. Yeah, put some crosses in and, you know, have a little jump at him. Uh, I'm going to go for four three four three Chelsea. because I can't see us not conceding. If he okay, I put it like this: if he starts with Azpilicueta on the right and Ramanos a another at the left, he won't. 
then we will not. Then we'll win four nil. Your score. If he keeps it the same, we'll win four three. If we win four nil, what do I get next week? Um, I don't know. You uh, get crowned <laughs> um, the man who talks sense and is God. Excellent. The man who knew it all. Yeah. Brilliant. The I'll man who hold knew you it all. To that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got stats coming out of his ass, but he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> but they're good stats. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it then, Phil. No advertising then. Well, if you want one, don't forget, we have signed up with Labbrooks to bring you some exclusive betting odds and offers that we have wrangled out of them for you. Follow the links on the description to this podcast or on our Facebook page and Twitter feed. For starters, there is a free bet of up to 50 quid for you for when you click the link and enter the promo code LAD50. That's LAD50. Can I just say before we finish, a big thank you to Newcastle for losing last night, so at least we're not in the relegation zone. Oh, that's, what we were, well, that's what we were going to call this episode, the relegation battle. Yeah. It's, it's, ruined, it's ruined our hard work. Yeah, relegation so, yeah, thanks, Geordies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. Bye then. Bye. See ya. This show is brought to you in association with Labbrooks for all your betting needs. With a new site design and great prices, it's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at labbrooks.com. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at chelseapodcast.net. Sports Social Podcast Network.